Welcome everybody to another episode of the Brothers Podcast. Please give a round of applause for yourselves. Because in a world full of haters, you can only be greater. It is your boy, Steven City P. Watson. As always, back online with my partner in crime. Dante Chase Bridges, a.k.a. Dante Chase Bridges never needed an a.k.a. And together that will make us... The goddamn brother. It's here. And we're here. You want to rap, don't you? And we're here. We got to harmonize. Loud and clear. We're trying to do the thing. Trying to hear. We're trying to do the thing. Loud and clear. Well, keep it to going. To all the Jesus and to all the Beckys. He got born. Oh, Becky. Wait, 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 wait. What are you trying to say? Uh, hey, just keep, keep, keep. I, why, why, you, you was there. Okay. okay. Okay, fine, fine. We're going to do this on you. He okay. took a left turn. We keep it real. Right we keep it fucking. <laughs> We keep it straight. Uh, we throw up the truth. Yeah. We drop the truth. We put on blast. Cause another episode of the Brothers Podcast. Oh, what the fuck? Now you done fucked it up. Alright. Anyway, what's good with y'all people? It is Thursday, January 2nd, 2020. It is the new year. Yeah. A new year. A new decade. We're gonna be 40 after this, over 40 after this whole decade's over with, man. The hell you say? Uh, that, you ain't gonna be about the time, man. We're gonna be over 40 when this shit is over with. So anyway, y'all better strap the fuck selves in, because this is gonna be one hell of a decade. This year is already gonna be one hell of a year. There's a lot of shit's going on. You need to be on tune, you better tune out. We got a hell of a topic for y'all. And this is actually something that just happened recently. And we need to break this down so people understand what the hell they about to get themselves into. Expeditiously. Yes, because you need to understand what you're dealing with. You need to understand how much you're going to be spending and what you're going to be investing in. Because it's about to get real out of it. But first, we got a little something we like to call Town Hall Business. Business. Mr. Bridges, what you got? Shout out to WIAN in Nashville, Tennessee. Shout out to Kevin Mumphrey, because that is our connected WIAN, man. Shout out to you. We never big up you, so we're going to big up you now. So shout out to Kevin Mumphrey directly, man. Good looking out. Also, man, just shout out to all our affiliates, man. Shout out to Spotify. Shout out to iHeart. Let's pause. You can catch this show on Spotify, iTunes, and iHeart. And every podcast that you can possibly think of, you can catch the Brothers Podcast on. We are damn near international at this point. We got people in Africa, people in the United Kingdom, people in Australia that tune in. So stick around. So shout out to all of you. Shout out to me. Shout out to him. And shout out to everybody that makes the brothers worthwhile. Because we ain't nothing but a Google away, people. Yeah, we not. And I got one more shout out. Go ahead, shout it out. Shout out to the Brothers Foundation, where we're taking young black boys and we're turning them into men. Two things we got. We're dealing with the grammar school kids. We're going into the grammar school, teaching them communication, teaching them media, teaching them mentoring, teaching them things that you can't teach on an interpersonal level that a black boy got experienced by being with a black man, if you know what I'm saying. Yes, sir. Then, we going to the high school, and we getting them ready to make that transition into adulthood, going to the HBCUs, making them eligible for scholarships, giving them accelerated programs so they don't have to wait in line for college. We doing it for them. We got pre-college training. We got rights of passage for them. We got everything. But you know one thing that we need? We need your help. So we need y'all to donate. Donate. I'm going to let my man read off the donation thing for me. 
You can find the donation link right there on our PayPal account, http colon slash slash www.paypal.com slash the brothers. That is our official link for you to donate. It's in the description right now. Check it out. Donate. Please, any little bit helps. I don't think they heard you, man. Say that one more time for the people. The brothers at paypal.com. HTTP colon slash slash. Can you repeat this over and over again? That nigga serious. www.paypal.com slash the brothers. It's right there in the damn description. Yeah. I'm done with mine. What you got? I was going to say, you got to do some water or something after all that. (laughs) Anyway, as always, shout out our brothers in the Brothers Hub. Shout out to our boy, young boy, Ryan Watkins, who had my mama's table. Apparently, he just recently moved, got his own crib. Oh, shit. He making moves. Growing up, young man, growing up, man. We appreciate it. We also got to shout out for our boy, Reggie Price, who I could be wrong, but I doubt it. We know he's wrong sometimes, but he will never say he doubts (laughs) Also, shout out to our good homegirl, Sky Miller, doing some big things out there. Sky yes, sir, Miller. Yes, sir. Yes, we will, you'll be hearing from her real soon, too. And yet, of course, shout out to our brother, my brother, my real brother. And a brother like another mother to him, our young brother, DJ JMC, the official DJ of the brothers. He'll always will be. That's all we got for all the right. shout outs. So, we got another topic, man. We, we got, got another, another thing we do, man. Well, let's call what's really good out what's in good out them here, streets. So, we are now in the new year. Yes, we are. So, here's what I want to do is do something real quick. Like, what's your New Year's resolution? My New Year's resolution is to do what I was doing in 2019 build an empire for myself. And I'm going to continue to do that from 2020, 2021, and 2022, so on and so on. The marathon will never change. It will always continue with me. Oh, you're doing a huge child Nipsey. Yes. Yes. Um, my New Year's resolution is, it's actually kind of interesting. I want to, I want accountability to be a real thing. Oh, okay. I want accountability to stick. And that's only also to myself, but the people I affiliate with. So, if somebody's slipping, or if I'm slipping, please hold me accountable. But if somebody's slipping in my squad, all best believe I'm going to hold y'all accountable. Because accountability is the only thing we get things done around here. Well, I got a lot of shit to talk to people about, man. If we're going to be holding niggas accountable for all they simping and, and, and bitch asses and, and all that man, type of stuff. Man, you know what? I got a lot, lot to talk to You know what? You're going to have to do what the hell you got to do. Because sometimes you just got to keep it real with people. Well, that's a great we, resolution, brother. We, we we too old for this, you know, sugar-footing and coat and dancing around and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's called pussy-footing, not sugar-footing. I'm cleaning it up. <laughs> I'm trying to clean it up. Sugar-footing, that's diabetes, nigga. Hey, man. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to clean right. it up, man. You got right. it. You won right, but keep going. Fuck it. Anyway. <laughs> you know, I ain't really got that much of what's really good out here. It's the beginning of the new year. I'm waiting for the whole Trump thing to go pop off. So, it's... It's gonna be fun to see that. Trump got one more minute till he get to the Senate and then it's all finished or he all in it. God damn, I should have been a rapper. And you walk off on that one? You want to walk off on that one? Are you for real? He's gonna walk off on that one. Alright, now he's back, ladies and gentlemen. He's gotta 
bastard. You know when you miss your calling, it just it you missed your calling. Fuck bro. you up sometimes. It's okay, man. Keep going though. All right. All right. Anyway, let's start off with our topic of today. Yes, yes. This is yes. actually very big. As you know, January first, twenty twenty, a lot of things changed here in the state of Illinois. We're talking about the minimum wage. We talk about ride share taxation. Mm. We talk about parking meter taxation. Every bit of taxation you can think of, but one of the biggest taxations we've seen all, one of the biggest moments that happened in Illinois was the legalization of marijuana. Yes, yes, yes. It's yes, official yes. now. They have dispensaries are here. Yes. However, something they always write with the Kool-Aid, as you know, as you know what I mean. So we have been put in this very compromising position. We, as I mean, black people. When it comes to marijuana, so in a little bit of a hindsight, just give me a give me a summary of what's the legalized marijuana situation going on in Illinois. Before we do that, we're gonna recalibrate because I want y'all to hear this. So my man to turn down the volume. We're gonna take ten to fifteen seconds. Adjust yourself. Go get some Kool Aid. Put your iPad in. Put your earbuds in tightly because we're gonna talk about some things. All right. I don't, know if, talk, I don't know if we talk about this whack ass song that's being played. What are we listening to right now? I don't know. Our culture is wrong. Alright, we're back. Oh my god, that hurt. So, today we are talking about marijuana. And what you said, let's give a little summary about what's going on. Well... For the past 20, 30, 40 years, marijuana has been illegal in the state of Illinois, which has caused a lot of African-Americans and minorities to go to Cook County and federal and state penitentiaries. Now, on 2020, it has finally been legalized with the help of Lori Lightfoot. But with every dream comes a nightmare. So... With it being legalized, there's a couple of things that is now happening. Number one, the taxation is through the roof. Yes. I don't know if you've been to a dispensary before, but if you pay 34 gram, you're going to pay 34 taxes. Yes. And who's going to do that when Man Man Ray Ray Pookie can now come to your home with a 3.5 and not get arrested? Can we give us some quick rules about what's going on with this Illinois law real quick? We sure can. All right, so here's the basics. So if you want to understand what the Illinois law is stating in this, here's what the breakdown is. One, you must be 21 and over with a valid ID, whether it be a driver's license or a state ID in order to actually purchase marijuana. Sorry, 18-year-olds, you're not Sorry. qualified. Two, you may be eligible to purchase up to 30 grams of cannabis leaf. 31 grams, now you're going into fines. Or 500 milligrams of THC, which you usually find in edibles. Yes. Three, as I say, Illinois is the state, 11th state to actually legalize marijuana. The reason why this is so important because this could actually generate, this year alone, could generate up to $2.58 billion in revenue for the state of Illinois. And if you think that's off in the first day, it generated 3.2 million within 24 hours in Chicago alone. To put this into context, that's an extra 676 million state annual revenue. Then what we 676 million on top of what they already making now. Oh my god, and then you got situations like in Evanston where they're trying to take 50% of the product 
and all the revenue from it and put it into reparations for African-American people. See, terrible. Now, here's another problem. You cannot. Now, there are some places that you can do. You have to be mindful of this, people, because, you know, just you think, oh, now I can go outside and blow one up. No, you can't. Because the law states that you cannot smoke outside nope. or in your car. Nope. You cannot smoke in any government-funded federal building, which means public housing. Which a lot of black people have been put in public housing. Cabrini Greens? Nope. Argyle Gardens? Nope. Rockwell? Nope. Robert Taylor Homes? Nope. I'm sorry, no. but you cannot partake in the sticky icky no. just yet. And uh, that's including, of course, your typical hospitals and police stations and so on and so forth. Also, it is okay to drive in the car with marijuana, but just mm. to be safe, put it in a finely sealed container and preferably put it in your yes. trunk because you know it's assholes out here. Now, as far as smoking in your home, it is possible that you can legally smoke in your home. However, however, you have to be a homeowner or you get if you're renting, you have to get approval from your landlord in order to do that. Yes, so, yes, yes. Which is bullshit. Don't get your door knocked in because yes. the landlord won a 3.5 and you being stingy. And of course, like my homeboy just said, marijuana, that taxation is fucking ridiculous. A flower can be taxed up to 10%. Edibles can be taxed up to 20%. Jesus Christ. However, it can also jump up. That number can jump up to 25% taxation if the THC level is above is 35% or above. Good guy. Do you imagine how much money that is? That is going to be about billions of dollars worth of money at the end of this year. It is ridiculous, ladies and gentlemen. You need to understand, when you go to a dispensary and say, let me get a couple grams, it's, mm, you better spend about close to about $50 to $100. Yes. Just to get some weed that you could have got on the corner from Pookie. So, since we have broke down all of the logistics, the requirements and the qualifications mm. in order to partake in some OG Kush, now, let's talk about the one little monkey wrench that has been put into this situation. Yes, sir. And that is something that's very apparent in the city of Chicago. I want everybody to do this. Go to Google and type in black-owned dispensaries in the city of Chicago. <laughs> do you know how many will pop up? Zero. Zero. Because no one got in on the front floor, which talking about African-Americans in order to own a dispensary. One of the reasons why is because in order to own a dispensary, you needed a $25,000 buy-in. Now, that's only for the license. That does not mean that you are going to be approved. That only puts you in the mix of being in the lottery. Yes. Which actually is kind of like a damn if you do, damn if you don't, because most African-Americans in the city of Chicago don't have the revenue to put it up. Which is funny because they actually had a picture post up to see uh, on social media of a lot of white people in the city council, city hall, in the exact lottery, hoping to get that, that licensing for their still dispensaries. Yes, and it seemed like in this year's worth of time when everybody was preparing in order to get their license, mm -hmm. only Caucasians were able to get all the license in the city of Chicago because right now there are 17 dispensaries and they're all owned by white corporations and subsidiaries. I don't know if that's called systematic racism or not. 
I just know what it looked like. You know. Well, what the saying? problem is with that is the reason why they circumvented that so much because they were already existing dispensaries already. They decided and got the approval to sell marijuana. That goes to show you how much they tried to monopolize black people out of this situation. Because they already said, well, we're first in line. We've already been distributing. Yeah, we see that. Because you want to know why? And it's not just bad just here. Did you know that 81% of the entire medical marijuana dispensary, dispensary uh, product is based entirely from white people? Mm. White people run the shit. Right. Oh, so, okay, let me reword it better. 81% of white people are running the, the marijuana industry. You know what I would want to know is, after they have this year up with this marijuana, I want to know who is the most... Who, who consumes the most marijuana? Will it be African-Americans? Will it be Mexicans? I want to see like a demographic so I know who's the buyer and who's the seller. I hope it doesn't skew where mostly Caucasians is the sellers and mostly African-Americans is the buyer. Because that would be exactly what we're talking about right now. Well, here's the, I kind of have, diff- have an opinion about that. Well, go on. Because of the taxation so much, it's so overpriced, I don't know if it's truly possible that black people because we're are people that don't really have a lot of money at our disposal right so is it really really working for is it really beneficial to us because we kind of can't afford this shit which brings me to the first rule and the jewel of tonight guess what people even though you might not be able to get a license my african-american people what you can do is start a low profile business Because now what we understand is in law, there's a such thing called a loophole. Loopholes are not illegal. Loopholes are what they are. They are loopholes. They are legal ways in order for you to get done what you need to get done so you can get some paper in your pocket. Oh, trust me, your rich white friend knows all about these loopholes. Yes. Stop getting morally on yourself all the time, people. Mm -mm. It's time to make some money. Now, one of the loopholes that you have to understand is what we just talked about. 30 grams can be carried on a person without getting a fine or getting arrested or a misdemeanor and all that there. So what does that mean? That means that in your transportation, you can deliver to people as long as it's under 30 grams. Now, if you don't understand what I'm trying to say to you, then you should have passed sixth grade. No. (laughs) Self-explanatory people. So one of the jewels of today, although African-Americans don't have dispensaries, there's ample opportunities for African-Americans to build up the funds in order to create a dispensary. We just gonna have to trade the grassroots way, if you know what I mean. And this is the imperative way in order to do this, because let me, to get into a little bit more context, Remember, the Chicago Black Caucus tried to stop the sale of marijuana in the state of Chicago, the city of Chicago, because there wasn't enough black-owned dispensaries out there. They wanted to delay it just up to six months, hoping that the number would go up. And the city council shut it down. Life would not happen under. They said, "Nah, you're not <laughs> gonna stop this from happening. No, sorry, we don't care about your representation. We ready to get paid, and we don't give a damn if it affects you, because we know it affects us mostly. We." been charged, we've been beaten, we've been brutalized over this drug game for a long time. The drug wars in the ghettos have been riddled our communities. Which brings me to my second jewel of the day. So, The communities and the war on drugs. Now, this is going to be somewhat of a positive because they are wiping out $11,000 misdemeanor and low class 
weed cases mm -hmm. in Cook County. What does that mean? A lot of your black people, a lot of your black boys that had a gram, two, three, four grams, whether they were selling it or they were, you know, buying it for themselves, are now able to not only get out of county, not able to get out of their bids, but they're able to come home with an expungement yes. of their record. Just wipe that shit clean. Because if you have a drug case on your record, guess what you can't do? can't go to school because you can't get student loans anymore right. so it's good that this is happening like this but, but we need a, a lot more effort because when they give you one they take another so what we need is alternatives because it's going to be an uphill battle for black people to have licensing well, here's the thing. You have to understand why we need alternatives because you have to understand going through the state ain't really going to help you that much because they got something that they like to call the equity approach to these Illinois state laws. Now, you know what an equity approach is? They're trying to provide assistance, technological assistance for you to apply for your licensing. They're also trying to provide you with grants and, and so-called financial aid for you to help start up your business. So you know what that means when you have grants and financial aids, right? What does that mean, man? That means they own your shit more than you do. Yes. Which means the state of Illinois has to take more money out of your pocket than the other dispensaries that were owned by white people. Because guess what? White people have the money to fund their own shit most of the time. Now, how does that work? Let me tell you the bones of it. It's called corporation. It's called LLC. And do you know what every corporation in LLC, who it's owned by? The government. Right. That's why they're able to regulate it and sanction it and want you to get a corporation, an S Corp or a C Corp or LLC, in order for you to sell the weed because they need to tax it. Yes. So that is something that y'all need to be aware of. They are not in it for your medicinal purposes. They're in it to make money. And if you don't know that, then you don't know life. And if you don't believe us, you can go search your social media and see how many people pulling up these damn receipts to see these taxes yourself. Yes, yes. These taxes are ridiculous. I've seen people buy grams and, and THC levels and, and $600 receipts. Yeah. $600 just to stock up on some weed. Hey, we never had this problem in the hood. Which brings me to jewel number three. Uh -huh. What you can do instead of buying a 3.5 for $725, what you can do is cultivate it yourself now because uh -huh. the laws do say that you are able to grow up to five marijuana plants in your own home. Mm -hmm. If you want to go a little higher, you can. Yeah. But don't say nothing to nobody. But you are able to grow up to five marijuana plants in your own home, which means that you not only have to avoid the taxes, but you can have the, the, the peace of mind of knowing that this hasn't been messed with. It hasn't been stepped on because I'm kind of I'm kind of reluctant to say this, but I think they might be putting something inside of the marijuana. If they're going to go through government regulated, you know, USDA, all that FDA, they do certain things. Yeah. So if you are a little bit hypochondriacish and you want to know that you are getting the, the best or the best quality and you can't go to the places specifically grown at, how about you go and cultivate it yourself by tapping into the farmers of either hemp or cannabis getting the seed instead of actually buying the plant and growing it your damn self. I mean, let's be realistic here. Don't act like you don't know. 
You know somebody that knows somebody that grows this shit. If you grew up in the hood, you know somebody in the block was growing your shit. Or life hack. Take somebody that's selling real bad weed because they got sticks and seeds inside of it. Take those seeds, cultivate them, harvest them, and now you are on your way to having your own marijuana plant. Because you know the black farmers out there on the cultivated marijuana ain't really that great either. There's only like, what, 4% of African Americans involved in the marijuana industry as far as the business aspect of it. Mm -hmm. So that's not really... It's kind of hard, or let's just say it's registered at 4%. Because we know there might be some more, we just know they ain't doing it in the public. Yes, yes, yes. So you know somebody that knows somebody. All you need is a couple of seeds from a random couple of leaves. All you got to do is break it down, get the seeds, smoke what you got, plant what you get. I see, I grew up, I'm going to be, he's a real true story. I grew up, when I went to St. Xavier University, that's college I went to, God forbid, that was expensive. <laughs> I had a roommate that actually just out of nowhere said, you know, he smoked weed. And out of nowhere, he was like, you know, I'm going to see if I can grow a plant. So he took the seed, broke it down. He put it in a little pot with a little, a little, actually a little plastic styrofoam cup or something like that shit. And he put some dirt. I don't know where he got the dirt from. Probably outside. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Put the seed in. Put a little bulb light over it. And it started to grow. It grew? Perfect. It grew. It actually legit grew. And it was starting to grow. He watered it like he usually do. It started to grow. And he was like, and then when somebody went our, um, what's the door? R.A. Yeah, the R.A. came in. He was like, what is this plant doing here? What is this? And he was looking like me. I said, yo, this is the agricultural project. <laughs> and he was like, the agricultural project? It was like, yeah, they told us we've got to grow some shit. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it worked though because of Saturday. Because he said, because I saved my, I have to save my roommate for doing that shit. Mm. But the problem is, it's like marijuana is not really that hard. It takes about what, three to four months to grow a plant. It doesn't really take long to grow one plant. Oh yeah, it doesn't take long at all, and I'll tell you why. Well, one, one of the biggest reasons is because marijuana, and y'all heard this thing called hemp. Mm-hmm. Okay, now hemp is the part that doesn't have the THC in it. It's the part that you can't get high. It's the fiber of the marijuana, the cannabis plant. And that has a really quick turnover because people use hemp to do anything. So you can plant hemp, which is marijuana. It's, it's the plant. It's the plant. The cannabis is the actual, the buds and yeah. the, the THC part. But you can plant hemp, cut it down. And it'll grow again within two to three months. And you can use hemp for a lot of things. Yes, Some people use it for clothing. Clothing. So, soda. Uh, not, yeah, probably soda. Uh, <laughs> soap, lotions. Did they use it to power a car one time? Yes, they did. Yeah. Yes, they did. See, you can use it. There's an alternative. See, they can use that to get you intoxicated. We can use it just to do modern day shit. See, this is how a condo was probably built. Wakanda is actually in the United States, but that's another Wakanda, story. Illinois, I know. No, I'm not talking about that, but keep going. Okay, whatever. Anyway, but you can actually see the ideas, revolutionary ideas. Use the law that they have given you to work for you. Hemp can do so much. They probably not even paying attention to it, but you realize how much you can cultivate our own communities with this shit? Yes, you can, which brings me to another jewel. What's the jewel? A lot of times when you go into urban areas, you have what we call vacant lots. Yeah. Or not even a vacant lot, but a house that was there that's not there anymore, but you got all of this grass, all of these acres of uncultivated land. 
Greenhouse. Yes. And you know what you can do in greenhouses now that's technically legal? Grow marijuana. Yes. So one thing that you can get into, if you can't get into the actual weed dispensary, you can become a registered grower. Mm -hmm. And you can start and you can build in these urban communities that can generate funds for programs in Inglewood, programs in back of the yards, programs in Grand Cross, and programs in Rosen, and programs in West Bowie, and any other place that you think that a lot of money need to go into. And here's a hot tip. It don't cost that much as to start in your own dispensary. A grower's license ain't really that expensive. No, it's not. It's really not expensive at all. Google it yourself. We don't, I don't have the exact price. So what's the exact price side? I, I don't have it now. But okay, well, like I said, we will we'll post it. We'll post it soon. But like I said, but I know for a fact it's not that expensive to get a grower's license. In fact, we actually recommend a lot of our black people who can't afford to get a dispensary license to get a grower's license because it's actually cheaper and you can do it in your own home. You know what, man? I got a beef, man. Because beef? I posted something uh, two days ago, and I was like, man, where are all the black-owned dispensaries at? And everybody was like, nope, don't know, ain't none, never going to get it, never going to got it, whatever you want to say. And I thought to myself, man, who out here is actually setting up shop and legally selling either CBD, hemp, cannabis, or all of the above? Mm -hmm. So I want to give a shout-out to a person. What's that? I'm going to give a shout out and I want you to look this person up because they have a lot of products, whether it be hemp lotion, whether it be CBD oil. Mm -hmm. Actually, I'm going to read some of, the, some of this stuff off. But the right. name that I want you to look up is Honey Nuts Hospitality. I'm going to say that one more time. Honey Nuts, H-O-N-E-Y. Honey Nuts. Not nuts. This ain't cereal. Honey Nuts, H-O-N-E-Y. N-U-S Hospitality. So, mm -hmm. Honey Nuts Hospitality. Okay. What does she have to offer? Let me just look up some of the things that she got going on with herself. Oh, my God. She got CBD oil, mm. CBD extracts, mm -hmm. tinctures. Mm -hmm. She has, uh, oh, infused lotions, oh. cannabis lotions. Oh, wow. She has a lot of stuff. Uh, better than pharmaceutical <laughs> grades. He's like, she gets a lot of stuff. She has a lot of stuff here. So what I want you to do is, I want you to ramsack Honey Nuts Hospitality. Get in contact with her. See what she can do as far as the cannabis, the CBD, the hemp side of the game for you. Okay. Now, is she low station here in Chicago? She is here in Chicago. Yes. So okay. I want you Chicago to get in contact people. with the Chicago people. Because another jewel that I need you to understand even though weed is legal here, it's still not federally legal. So you can't go online to try to purchase weed. If you do, that is considered a felony because you can't traffic weed state to state because it's not legal in every state. Exactly. So stay inside of Illinois or go to specific places where you can get the weed that is legal. That's all you do. We understand this because they will still try to get you. Like, you know, we've seen a lot of, you'll still hear a lot of rap stories about rappers trafficking weed into the state. You have to be careful, people. So what's some of the things they can do to be careful, bro? Well, first of all, understand the amount that you're shipping, the amount that you're transporting, and understand your legal law. Every state law has a difference from Illinois. You have to understand what these laws are in order for you to be able to, make, to ship and move this your product. The product that you buy, the product you're trying to sell, whatever the case may be. 
Understand your import laws as well. So if you decide to stay here and you want to ship to you, because a lot of states won't ship it to you. It's a federal crime to do that too. Yes, you gotta be careful with that as well. So just because it's legal doesn't mean it is all the way legal. Cause especially you can't even carry marijuana in a federal airport because it's a federal, you know, federal. You can't even carry marijuana through an airport. So you have to understand. Also, 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 be sure you have any and all certification that you need in order to have marijuana in your possession. I'm gonna put y'all up on game because a lot of black people may not be able to open up a dispensary in the city of Chicago, but there are a lot of alternatives. We talked about one, which is a grower, AKA a cultivator. Yeah. But I'm gonna give you some professions that y'all can actually look up. The first thing I'm gonna tell you, I want you to go to this website called IDFPR.com. That's I D F pr.com and what that's going to do that's going to tell you all the different type of professions that you can go into and deal with cannabis okay you can post that on the hub please post that i'm gonna post that on the hub yes. some of the professions is registered medical cannabis dispensing organization you can create one mm -hmm. you can become a uh, organization principal officer for uh, medical marijuana, you can become a registered medical cannabis dispensing organization agent. That's somebody, do you know the person, you might've seen this on a movie or something mm -hmm. where they are working for a, 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 a drug company and they come in with their suitcase and they go to the, all the different types of doctors and they're selling their actual new medicines, yeah. new pills, new metformins, all that type of stuff. That's what that type of person is. So they're not necessarily a person that owns the marijuana, but they go to a grower or they are affiliated with different growers and they travel to different dispensaries, whether that's in Chicago or wherever it's, it's legal. And they actually sell the dispensaries their product. Yes. That's the part that you can get into in this cannabis game where you don't need a lot of money down, okay? Yes. So I want y'all to go, I'm gonna say it once again. That website is I as in igloo, D as in dog, F as in father, P as in partner, R as in rug.com. That is IDFPR.com. And I wanna give a shout out to my guy Kyrie Howard for hooking me up with that information. Shout out to Kyrie Howard for that. And you know there's another idea you can do something about it's another another interesting idea that you should people should start looking into vending yeah because you know what's gonna happen it's gonna happen soon if we're doing dispensaries vending machines you might not be like what the hell are you talking about vending machines I, 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 marijuana I like dispensary out of vending machines i promise you it's gonna come it's gonna come soon. And you know what? If you own a couple of vending machines and you get them in a couple of places that allow you to distribute marijuana out of a vending machine, think about that. It's easy to come up on some money right there. You know what, man? What's up? I think we've really broken down this marijuana thing. We didn't really, really have much of a discussion. We just giving the information out. That's like. Well, we're breaking the game down. We're breaking it. the game down a little bit. So. On that note, our final thought is this. We know these people are trying to cut us out the game. Big business is trying to cut us out the game. 
We've been doing this shit for a very, very, very long time. A lot of our people have gone to jail over this for a very, very long time. Our struggle is starting to become their profit again. We need to start taking that shit back, man. Real talk. Now, I'm coming from a different dynamic because there's a lot of people that's a little prudish and they say, oh, marijuana, why would I want that? Trust me, marijuana has so many medicinal purposes to it that your body literally needs it. A lot of people don't understand that the human body has what you call a cannabinoid system, meaning that the human body was literally made to ingest marijuana marijuana in order for it to be regulated properly. So to get marijuana inside of your system means that your cannabinoid system will finally be able to function, which is holistic health. Yes. Helps with cancer. I had a guy that I did jujitsu with. His father had stage four cancer. What he did was he got the best marijuana from Mexico. He was Mexican. He blended it with uh, uncut, what was it, coconut oil. Seeped it and he rubbed it on his father and his father drunk it every day for six months. Guess what? His father is still here. Okay. That was four years ago. So CBD, marijuana, cannabis, cannabis used as a pain reliever, cannabis used for anxiety, cannabis used for depression. Yes. It's a wonderful and beautiful thing. Do not let anyone demonize the medical effects and the overall wellness that cannabis can bring to you because it can bring a lot more than it takes away it's amazing how about 15 20 years ago this was there was a dare program telling us to stay away from shit like this yeah now some people need this shit to live that's That's how much 180 society is taking and in in our lifetime in our generation and it's only gonna get only gonna get going from here well that was brief but that's all the time we really got to spend on this subject. So, we'd like to thank everybody for coming in. Have you? We'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. We hope we gave y'all some worthwhile information. Do with that as you will. Do with that as you please. Let's get this game going because we're not going to, we can't just hope for them to put us in the game. We got to jump in the game ourselves. And also, shout out, like I said, to the Brothers Foundation. I want everybody to get in tune with that. That's in Chicago, Illinois, but there will be expansion. But let's start in Chicago, helping out our black boys in grammar school and high school make that transition towards college and into adulthood. We need everybody to donate, 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 donate. I need for my man right here to read off. What that donation thing How is. Have you not promised? Like, you promised that you was going to learn this. No, I know it, but this is the shtick. Go with the, the shtick. Okay. HTTP colon slash slash www.paypal.com slash the brothers. That is HTTP colon slash slash www.thebrothers.com. Look at you. Oh, sorry. I'm fucked up. I'm sorry. This in the description. Look at the description of our stream. It's but donate, right there. donate, 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 people. We need your help. With your help, we're going to be saving the lives of a lot of black boys in the city of Chicago. I fucked that up. Oh, I apologize. It's all right. I'm Dante Chase Bridges. I'm Steven CDP Watson. And on that note, we are out of here. Peace.